Hi, it's Connor Svensson here, founder and CEO of Web3 Labs, and this is your week in blockchain on Monday, the 30th of August, 2021. Before we get started, just to apologize, there are some audio issues because I'm doing this from my car. I'm on the road again, but again, we're back to normal next week. So the highlights in this week's edition include PayPal has rolled out its crypto service in the UK. Visa purchases its first CryptoPunk. Metamask is planning to launch a token. DeFi sees record total value locked. NFT activity reaches new highs. Budweiser purchases the ENS name Beer.eth and gets involved with NFTs. PayPal has launched its crypto service in the UK. So it's now possible for UK-based customers of PayPal to actually buy, sell and hold Bitcoin, Ethereum, Bitcoin Cash and Litecoin with as little as one pound, which is just over $1.3 worth. And so they can do this using their bank account, PayPal balance or debit card. And there's a tab there in order to do this. Uh, this is the second nation that PayPal has actually rolled out this functionality to. But again, it's, it's, it's big news from them because, of course, it's starting to help normalize uh, crypto adoption and uh, open it up to a much larger volume of people because, of course, so many people now use uh, PayPal for commerce and uh, online transactions. Paxos, the provider of the stablecoin, is rebranding it from the name Pax, P-A-X, to USDP. It's really a no-brainer here that they want to do this, given that you already have things like USDT for Tether, USDC for Circle, and for, uh, for Paxos to do that, uh, you know, it makes sense for them to follow suit there and uh, help people more easily identify their, their specific stablecoin. The FTX exchange, which we've been talking about previously, which has uh, been investing a lot in lucrative sponsorship deals, uh, spanning sort of esports as well as traditional sports, they've now bought the Cal Memorial Stadium naming rights for the next 10 years. So Cal Athletics, which is the California Golden Bears, they recently signed a partnership deal uh, that basically gives the FTX, the naming rights sponsorship for a university sports stadium. Apparently, it's worth 17 and a half million and is valid for 10 years. DX seems to be getting absolutely everywhere now with regards to these sponsorship deals. They're, they're, they're not short of cash. They've done it. They're doing incredibly well with their exchange and really you know, broadcasting their, the reach of their message as much as possible with these, these sorts of sponsorships. So we'll see what happens next there. MicroStrategy as well. They've uh, announced that they've done another purchase of Bitcoin, this time worth 177 million. Uh, this was uh, just under 4,000 Bitcoin that they purchased. And this brings MicroStrategy's total Bitcoin holdings to over 108,000, which is worth approximately 5.3 billion. The company spent almost $3 billion um, at an average price of 27,000 per Bitcoin to get to this point. So yeah, Michael Saylor has been very vocal in the past about his his intent is to go all in on Bitcoin for the treasury side. So, you know, and MicroStrategy, the company is continuing to make money. So, you know, they're going to keep on purchasing it and uh, building up the position that they have. The crypto exchange Kraken uh, is, is now ha having to get a new EU license following Brexit. So they're, what they're doing is they're currently speaking with a number of different regulators in a number of countries in Europe trying to uh, obtain a license to enter the European market before the end of the year. Basically, al although it's there in Europe, uh, it offers access to its European clients via an entity that's registered with the UK's Financial Conduct Authority. And of course, when Brexit happened at the beginning of this year, it meant that uh, the, the financial regulators 
regulation that they needed to adhere to change in that regard. And so they need to um, you know, work with the regulators in order to actually you know, get back in officially there. The US infrastructure bill that we spoke about previously, this is now set for a vote at the end of next month. However, there's no changes to the crypto tax provisions. One of this is something that came up a few weeks ago, how there's in the, the US Senate, there's a $1 trillion infrastructure bill uh, and and they, they did include references to um, crypto there and that you know, various classes of companies would need to report their holdings and returns and so on from it. However, a number of people were pushing for changes to this to ensure that it was actually slightly more friendly towards crypto. The fact that there is crypto explicitly referenced in the legislation is a good thing for the US more generally, but uh, however, it's, it's not quite as um, you know, flexible as, as people would like. That being said, it's 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 not going to be amended any further, and so the, the the for voting it in will be going ahead at the end of the month. Cardano Foundation has uh, partnered with Coin Firm and Six AMDL for compliance. So this is basically so that Coin Firm will be able to provide the same AML and analytics for assets that are minted on Cardano. The intent here is to ensure that Cardano's ADA token is in compliance with the Financial Action Task Force's guidelines, which is uh, FATF, and what they want to do here is that uh, the Cardano Foundation wants to use CoinFirm's uh, services to provide AML or any money laundering and uh, other things such as uh, combating the financing of terrorism uh, through this and uh, just be as compliant as possible basically there, which is of, of course a good thing. The MetaMask uh, wallet, which is widely used in people's browsers, is planning to launch their own crypto token and do an airdrop. So they, they held their first ever developer community call recently, and MetaMask discos plans to actually do this token launch and airdrop. We spoke previously about how MetaMask was bringing in over $100,000 per day. This was, I think, back in February with their token swap functionality. So they're doing really, really well in terms of having a proposition that, that's profitable and sustainably profitable. Um, however, MetaMask still needs uh, what could do with wider adoption and better support for things like layer two solutions and make it easier for people to work more generally with cryptocurrencies because, it, you know, let's, let's be right, it is still slightly clunky. Um, and so what they've said is that they are planning to do an explicit token release. Apparently as well, they're open to the possibility of creating a community-owned project via the launch of a crypto token. One of the things that we've seen with a number of projects, Uniswap being one of the earlier ones, but we've also have in last week, we had uh, Polygon discussing about moving towards a DAO-type structure as well. So these community-governed uh, companies. Um, and so there'll definitely be one to watch there, especially given that the market penetration of MetaMask is, is very high within the the, uh, within within the crypto space. Square is apparently planning to build a decentralized Bitcoin exchange, according to their CEO, Jack Dorsey. So they have their cash app, which uh, people are using to buy and sell Bitcoin. Um, and we, again, we've talked previously about how Jack Dorsey is keen to see sort of a DeFi type uh, you know, infrastructure being built up on top of the Bitcoin network. Um, however, what they want to do is... Um, create a decentralized exchange on it as well so this would basically be a bitcoin based uh, decentralized exchange which would be difficult di different to um, some of the other offerings that are out there but again given that you know that bitcoin fundamentally was more built as a store of value and a payment solution rather than being a programmable platform they, they're certainly going to have their work cut out in trying to actually do this uh, in the enterprise space uh, microsoft they've painted a token interoperability tool so this is a crypto tool that allows developers 
was to create ledger independent tokens in a simple way and microsoft in the patent filing have called this a ledger independent token service and uh, this service provides token templates which uh, represents different types of physical or digital assets and um, microsoft have you know, spoken here about how there's currently a lack of standardization in distributed ledger tokens and this this patent filing is mainly aimed at developers using enterprise platforms rather than public blockchains and it's it mentions notable projects uh you know including fabric uh, corda and uh consensus's quorum Certainly before, Microsoft has been very active with regards to the token taxonomy, which is something tied in with the Interwork Alliance around actually providing standard business-centric um, you know, templates for creating tokens there. So it's uh, if, if this is tied in with that, it would certainly be quite a powerful combination for them. Crypto exchange Kraken has donated $250,000 to teams building on ETH2. Um, so there's actually been a number of different projects that have joined Kraken in this fundraising round. But the intent here is that they're giving some f funding to help fund the, under the developer teams who provide the clients that actually run these networks there. So and it's great to see this sort of support for the community because a lot of this code is developed in an open source manner. And as a result, people aren't, you know, it's not like they're licensing in and getting revenue for it. And so seeing these sorts of uh, donations by, um, you know, leading companies is, 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 is certainly a big, big news there. So more broadly, um, in addition to Kraken's donation, there, there was 1.5 million in total that went to the Ethereum foundation for this. So you also had Uniswap, the, the graph and the DeFi protocols, Compound, Lido, and Synthetics in there, and the funding will go to the teams who create Hyperledger, Beisu, Ergon, Geth, Nethermind, and Nimbus as well. So it's, uh, it's, it's great news to see there. Cardano apparently is going to be getting an Ethereum compatible sidechain. Uh, they've got this uh, a, a company called DC Spark has announced the development of a sidechain called uh, Milcomida. And this bridge network will connect to Cardano with Ethereum, allowing wrapped Cardano assets to be ported to Ethereum. And they're going to deploy their virtual machine by connecting to Cardano and use this wrapped uh, ADA uh, as the native asset to pay for transactions. Certainly seeing, um, you know, bridges to actually build, you know, bring together these crypto um sorry these blockchain networks is, is a good step forward um so you know once it's live it'll certainly be good to see how you know how the actual adoption goes there moving on to DeFi news uh, chain analysis uh, the the leading one of the leading data providers uh, for, for blockchains and crypto. They've actually released the DeFi adoption index and no surprises that the US is actually leading the way for decentralized finance adoption, although you know, somewhat counterintuitively given the, the murky nature of the regulations uh, in the US, um, you know, it's, it's, I, I think it certainly shows why there's a real need for the US regulators to sort of get their act together more as well to start to you know, provide legislation here given how, how popular DeFi is in that country there. Apparently, though, the in the report, uh, adoptions moving quickly in places with higher income populations that have already taken an interest in the cryptocurrency space. Apparently, they ranked 154 countries for this. The US, Vietnam, Thailand, China, and the UK rounded out the top five slots. And it was really those with the largest institutional and professional markets that apparently are driving the most DeFi adoption. The DeFi automatic market maker SushiSwap is supporting Avalanche as well. So Avalanche have got a $180 million incentive program. Many of these large popular protocols do. What SushiSwap have done here is actually basically provide support for people um, using SushiSwap on Avalanche. 
uh, Solana-based data oracle called Pith Network is now going to be going live. And so this is a cross-chain data oracle built on top of Solana, which uh, has actually sorry got gone live gone live this week. This is really the first big oracle to launch on the network, and it was incubated by Jump, Jump Trading, who are one of the um, you know well-known supporters of Solana, but apparently has also received contributions from other well-known trading firms, including Virtue, Chicago Trading Company, um, DRW, uh, and Hudson River Trading. So the intent with the Pith network is that it connects market data from these trading firms and exchanges to any smart contract through the Solana blockchain. Solana certainly models itself on being able to provide very high throughput and numbers of transactions. And I think this is what's kind of appealing to these trading firms. So again, certainly one to watch. Um, that being said, also Chainlink's price oracles went live on this week as well on top of Solana. Um, however, you know, Chainlink is more about this, you know, br bridging um, and you know, more, more, more generally different types of, um, you know, or price oracles and so on than being, you know, just focused narrowly on the financial use cases there. But again, it's it's good it's good news to see that. Uh, also in DeFi, the total value locked has re hit a record 157 billion. Billion. Uh, this is according to data from DeFi Llama that shows that uh, the this is the total value locked in all DeFi protocols, and it, apparently it reached 157 billion um, on well, last week. And they believe, and generally, it's thought that this is the best measure of sentiment, um, and certainly, of course, confidence within the DeFi ecosystem. Last time it got this high, it coincided with the surging prices of Bitcoin and Ether, which again reached all-time highs around the same time. Um, but that being said, now Bitcoin and Ether are more than 24% below their all-time highs as such. But there, we've certainly seen those certain DeFi tokens um, you know, having a surge in recent weeks as well, um, so, you know, such as Uniswap and SushiSwap and PancakeSwap. Uh, so, you know, is, is this uh, are DeFi tokens going to start sort of surging ahead while uh, the, you know, the, the more conventional cryptocurrencies do not? Remains to be seen. But uh, I'd, 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 I'd imagine that um, this is still a long way. That uh, the, the big, there's still many places the cryptos can go to. The SEC has signed a deal to investigate DeFi transactions um, with the Anchain.ai platform. They've signed a deal with the, the US SEC to monitor and regulate the, the, the industry. The initial value of the contract is $125,000 with a number of further option years to bring it up to over $600,000. And this is really to just help the SEC provide greater visibility of you know what what's what's happening there as such, um, and you know hopefully this will uh, pave the path to you know some subsequent legislation here. In the world of NFTs as well, it's been a crazy week with uh, the Ethereum Rock, uh, one of the Ethereum Rocks selling for six hundred thousand um, dollars. This is the cheapest available Ether Rock um, is is six hundred thousand, and this is just a you know, picture of a rock as we discussed uh, previously and they just um you know they just seem to be going up and up so, you know these have really increased in the last few weeks in only two weeks ago there was a rock set the cheapest rock was a hundred thousand and then um more recently than three hundred five thousand, and to be up to six hundred thousand, it's um yeah it just shows more about the mania that's currently sweeping the nft markets there uh OpenSea, the nft marketplace has also passed one billion dollars in monthly trading volume and so their trading volumes have increased 286 percent 
um, from July through to August, uh, and it's carried the majority of NFT monthly trading volume since May of this year. Um, it's already seen you know 1.23 billion in volume this month. Um, so it's yeah you know, big news there. And we we spoke last week about how they're going to actually be releasing a token as well. So it's uh, yeah you know definitely one to continue to watch. Uh, one of the other things we mentioned in the opener too was that Visa has bought a, its first CryptoPunk. They paid $165,000 for this. Visa was quite vocal about this, saying how they'd uh, they tweeted saying how they've built a collection of historic co- commerce artifacts over the last 60 years, from early paper credit cards to ZipZap machine, and now they en- uh, formally entering the market of uh, NFT commerce. Uh, and they're they're re- welcoming CryptoPunk number seven six one zero to their collection. As a, as a result of this, another um, ninety CryptoPunks got snapped up in one hour just uh, af- after this news as well. And the, these ninety CryptoPunks, uh, the sales is worth roughly twenty million dollars. Um, so the, the majority for around uh, one hundred eighty thousand, two hundred fifty thousand, although one was sold for just over nine hundred thousand. Again, it's it, you know it's mind blowing the numbers there when you when you see this. This month as well has also been a record month for the NFT markets. According to data from Non-Fungible, who we use for our market data on this week in blockchain, uh, there's been $896 million spent on NFTs in the past 30 days, um, which is likely to exceed the $900 million by the end of the month, which would create a new record month for the NFT industry. So this number has basically tripled the previous best month for NFT sales, which was May when there's 255 million sold. So um, yeah, it's, it's 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 massive news, but apparently a big part of this has been down to CryptoPunks and the gaming platform Axie Infinity. Uh, Budweiser as well, they've uh, changed their Twitter profile to that of a rocket ship designed by an NFT artist. And they also purchased the beer.eth domain name for 30 Ether, which is uh, about $95,000. And so apparently, according to data on OpenSea, the NFT they're showing on their Twitter handle um, is... uh, was bought for $25,000. So they've certainly splashed out a bit there, getting involved with it. And the, uh, we've spoken previously on many occasions about uh, the NBA Top Shots by Dapper Labs. Um, they're planning to add crypto collectibles based on the Women's uh, National Basketball League there. Uh, and so this is something they've previously been teased, but they're going to be um, available for purchase on the NBA Top Shots uh, platform. And so these will be collectible moments uh, of, of some of these well-known highlights over the years. So it's great to see them uh, you know, including the, the, the women's NBA there too. The, the Fox Corporation in the US has made a strategic investment in a couple in a digital content management firm called Ulivio to help develop uh, uh, Fox's uh, non-fungible token business. There was a valuation for Ulivio um, for their Series A of 100 million, and they're dedicated to creating, distributing, and monetizing premium content on the blockchain. And uh, Ulivio will provide the tech for Fox, Fox Entertainment and Bento Boxes Entertainment recently launched NFT business. So Paradigm and the Founders Fund have led a $16 million investment in 3 Lau's NFT music platform called Royal. And so we've spoken previously about the, the musical artist 3 Lau, um, who'd you know, successfully sold a number of uh, NFT assets uh, tied in with one of his albums um, that went for a record at the time. Uh, and this, this is a seed stage investment. So again, it's a, it's a pretty chunky round there that's being raised there. 
And also the NFT platform Artblocks has broken a record with a $5.8 million sale. And so they sold a single a piece of NFT art for $5.8 million, which is the most expensive deal in the history of Artblocks, which is a popular platform for generative artists. And um, this was called Ringers number 879, which was created by an artist called Dmitry Cherniak uh, and minted on Artblocks seven months ago. And it was sold on the secondary market uh, for this price. And apparently the buyer was three hours capital, a crypto investment firm uh, in Singapore. The Gitcoin founder, Kevin Owoki, and uh, Gitcoin DAO steward, Austin Griffith, have uh, announced a project called Moonshot Bots, which is a limited edition NFT collection with a maximum supply of just 303 pieces. So these NFTs will be uh, priced on a bonding curve, which means they start cheap and get more expensive as more and more are created. And the first sold for um, a tiny fraction of an ETH, or about $10, although the final one will be um, priced at just under $10 million if it gets sold. Apparently already a 196 have been sold, generating more than 1.88 million in the process, and all funds will be added to the Gitcoin grants matching uh, pool, which is um, you know really really good because they they fund a lot of the projects building out Web3 infrastructure. So it's uh, yeah really cool to see that. So over to our metrics, the crypto market cap has stayed pretty stable. It's still uh, at 2.1 trillion dollars. Uh, asset locks in DeFi, according to our source DeFi Pulse, have remained roughly the same at uh, 82 billion. The seven-day NFT sales, though, are up uh, 202% uh, to just shy of 650 million, and um, with an average price of over $6,000, uh, which is an increase of 65%. That's all we have for this week. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to our podcast on our YouTube channel. Links to all items discussed are available on the show notes and on our website, weekinblockchain.com. We've just launched a new podcast called Blockchain Innovators, where I speak to individuals who have made significant contributions to the blockchain ecosystem, find out what inspires these people, get their thoughts on the latest industry news and events spanning crypto, blockchain, protocols, DeFi, NFTs, DAOs and IoT. Thanks and I'll see you next week.